Zelda in Fortnite Podcast. Bum, 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 bum. Hey everybody, welcome to the Zelda Informer Podcast. My name is Adam, as always. Thank you so much for joining us. That opening theme was brought to us by Brandon and Company, and this week's closing theme, as always, is the Hero of Time remix by Jish. If you have any of your own podcast topics, theme song submissions, cover art, or anything like that, feel free to send those to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Before we get into who's joining me this week, let's talk about what happened this past week. This week, Dark Souls 3 finally at store shelves, Sparky the Android thinks he can take me in a fight, and Nintendo escorts a PR employee out of their company. Once again, my name is Adam, thank you so much for joining me, and this week, on the podcast... Hey, it's... it's... it's you fucking... <laughs> hey, is, that, is that the best? <laughs> no. Hey, it's Colin, I'm back. I hate Quantum Break still. Ah... <laughs> uh... Hey... I'm Matt. I played Payday 2 like 30 minutes before this podcast. I hate you too. Yeah, I hate and myself. I hate, I hate Payday 2 and it rhymes. Um. Ooh. Glad to have you both with us. <laughs> yeah. Um. So other than Payday 2, uh, <laughs> what have you guys been playing this past week? Uh, I uh, the other the other day. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, a big, you know, brand new, actually yesterday at the time of recording now, um, probably one of the largest AAA games of the year came out, one yeah, that, no. that everyone got excited for, and of course I picked it up, and that's the Ratchet and Clank reboot. Actually, yeah. No, that's actually one of the, you know, it's funny, my roommate, who I never, like, pegged him as that kind of guy, picked it up instead of Dark Souls 3. He wanted, everyone... he was really excited to get Ratchet and Clank, and <laughs> apparently, from what I've heard, it's fantastic it is it's it's great everyone was yelling at me like why aren't you getting dark souls 3 and it's like for like the for the first time i'm like oh i'll buy this game because it looks like a a fun colorful you know ride the ratchet and clank games have always been good and i've i've you know i've known tons of people who have said that i've never actually played any of the games i was a jack and daxter kid so i actually i yeah, of the two, I play Jack and Daxter more. I, I, was, I didn't even play. I was like, actually Crash. talking to a friend about this, and I said, "If you had," and they, I said, "If you had a PS2, you were either part of like four camps. You were either Jack and Daxter, mm-hmm. uh, Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper, or mm-hmm. like desperately hanging on to the PlayStation One licenses, like Sparrow." Yeah, they're like, "Oh no, Spyro and Crash are still good." I swear. Um, yeah, I think a lot of us played Spyro as kids, but like. Those are definitely the big three. It's like Ratchet, Sly, yeah. and... Yeah, uh, but I, I had never... I never played a Sly Cooper game. I've never... I, I, I know never, that for a fact. Okay. I never played uh, Ratchet and Clank, and mm-hmm. considering this game... This game's a little weird. It's... uh, the, If you don't know, they're turning Ratchet and Clank into a movie. Yeah, and this game is supposed on, to be the... Uh... Based on the first game. So they're making a game based on a movie that's based on the first game. So it's <laughs> sort of like a half remake... Um, mm-hmm. And the game knows it, by the way. The back of the box even says the um, the game of the movie of the game. And <laughs> there are characters who will be like, well, see you in the next reboot and stuff like that. Which <laughs> Usually those kind of jokes I feel to be really dumb, but the way they, they did it. It's done in a cute way. They it's did not... it really well in this. Um, That's good. Also, it's probably the best looking game I've ever seen. Like, oh? it looks absolutely gorgeous i've been posting a few screenshots here and there of it but 
Um, it looks great. I just I just wish it was running at 60 FPS because it runs at 30. Right. And you can kind of tell because it's, no. you know, it gets it does that little choppiness here and there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like like when you're moving around the camera really fast. I really hope if the PS4K is like a mm-hmm. real thing that's actually happening, uh, mm-hmm. they update the game to run at 60. I mean, personally, I, like, I, I was looking at a few comparison videos over the past weekend, like mm-hmm. uh, Dark Souls 3 on PC and uh, PS4. Not much of a difference. Like, I was actually very happily surprised. Like, yeah, the only difference really is the uh, there's a slight increase in quality of things like fog effects. Well, I, um, I imagine just the frame rate. That's I imagine the only... for things like Japanese developers, they're going to develop first for whatever console, especially the PS4, and mm. then bring it over to PC. Um, PC version looks better. Well, yeah, of course, they can By they far. can they can throw in like little extra doodads on the PC version. But right. Usually they'll develop for console first. Right, right. Um, yeah. Which on that topic, I actually haven't heard many bad things about the PC version of Dark Souls Three. So it's it's go, also from, been doing. You, you did it. it. Yeah, it's also been doing very well. I, the only thing I've heard complaints about is matchmaking. But like, as my friend puts it, uh, Will, um, who used to do the D and D streams with me, um, it took them like four or five games, and From Software still has no idea how to do like cooperative modes. <laughs> Because, like, they still have that password match ranking, like, matchmaking yeah. system, but the problem is, is that it puts you on random servers every time you put down your, like, your soapstone yeah. to, like, do that. So even if you and your friend have all the settings matched up, it's still a game of chance. Uh, but while I'm on the topic of games mm-hmm. I'm playing, uh, I okay. aside from Ratchet and Clank, I haven't been playing much else, but I know what I will be playing this week. In fact, tomorrow. Mitoma? Uh, no. <laughs> do you know what you know what thursday is adam because I, uh, I know matt knows april 14th lost reavers open beta yeah. <laughs> i don't I can't, think i can't me- wait <laughs> i don't think you've ever mentioned lost reavers on the show yes i have i mentioned have it i mentioned it during the um it, it's it's such a nothing thing that <laughs> no one ever remembers me mentioning it but it's um i mentioned it uh the week before when we were doing the uh, quote-unquote rumors on the Nintendo Direct, that were all right, by the way. Don't yell at us when we're I think actually like correct. Seventy nine. Yeah, we. Uh, it was one of the games that was like rumored to be shown off, and they did. And the open beta is tomorrow, as of recording, so it'd be already out by now. Um, and it looks fun. It's free, guys. Go try it out, <laughs> unless it sucks. I'll let you know. Follow me on Twitter, and I'll let you know if it sucks or not. I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably live stream it. Oh boy. Yeah, I gotta bring up the old Wii U to hook it up. But yeah. It's what tomorrow, about you, Matt? I'm, it's tomorrow, I'm just I'm gonna go vote, and then I'm gonna come home to play <laughs> a free to play hack and slash game at 15 FPS. I I can't wait. <laughs> I've been playing Ace Attorney Dual Destinies on my Ooh. phone. Oh. <laughs> what? I, I Way picked to just this. kill my boner there. I Jesus picked this Christ. because it looks so f***ing clean. I, I played the first chapter on my phone just because I was curious. And it looked so clean that it convinced me to just get the rest of it on my phone instead. So it's, Wow. It's interesting because the um, I have to say that's what I also thought about the 3DS version because mm. 
I don't know what it is. Capcom does a pretty good job of getting their games to look really clear and like sharp on the 3DS. Right. Yeah, but I, whereas with do, the 3DS, I can clearly see thing the pixel count. It's this, little, but, it's, this, it's this little thing called actually making your games to the format. I know, but like, I'm, what, what I'm what I'm saying is like mm-hmm. it's it's not that Capcom does a, like a really good job of it. Is that they almost do a better job than Nintendo sometimes about it. Like Resident Evil Revelations looks like a game that shouldn't be on the 3DS. <laughs> yeah, that game looks. I think it's the best-looking 3DS game mm-hmm. out of the whole entire library of games, including Nintendo titles, because it's it's that well done. They they managed to make it look better than Revelations Two <laughs> on the on the Vita, and run better than Revelations Two on the Vita. So, uh, Capcom's like pretty good at doing that, and the Ace Attorney games have been uh, pretty choice. Yeah, just bring over. You know, the great Ace Attorney, Capcom, uh, please. Capcom, please. Please. Please, Capcom. <laughs> Capcom. Please. The Capcom? series fans don't care if it's a spinoff, we'll still buy it. <laughs> yeah. I, Sherlock Holmes and Ace Attorney, Phoenix Wright's great granddad. Do it. I mean, hell, it's made by the original creator. There's more reasons for series fans to buy it than something like Dual Destinies. Apparently it plays a lot like Ghost Trick. Which is cool. (laughs) Yes! Hey, Capcom! Do it! Well, we'll just have to see and... We'll have to wait and see what they do. Um, Recently, this past week, I've been playing... uh, Since Chris isn't here, I'll be the one happy to to, to pick up the mantle. I've been playing a lot of Kingdom Hearts Kai. Like, or Key. I don't know how you're (sighs) supposed to say it, technically. They say it's weird. Um... Kingdom Hearts Unchained Key is a mobile game that finally got released in the West, and it is phenomenal. I have never had this much fun playing a mobile game. I've never been this addicted to a mobile game. It is everything that I could have hoped for. Um, it's a lot of fun. I totally recommend it to everyone. Join Unicorn Union because we're the best. Um, a lot of my friends made the mistake of joining Ursus, and then as soon as like weekly rankings came out for unions, uh, Ursus was in dead last. And so they have since... Re- righted their wrongs and joined me over on the uh unicorn side of things uh but essentially if if any of you played on uh chain of memories it plays very similar um instead of cards now you have medals which you can level up and uh you can add special skills to them and you have different keyblades and you're going around and you're having your own uh kingdom hearts adventure uh there's a story but you really don't have to pay attention to it i have almost completely skipped every single cutscene that has happened in that game because <laughs> they're all really boring and really just like a bunch of text and it's not even it's not even relevant um yeah yeah i i totally recommend it and i i i've been addicted i'm i was playing it all day today all yesterday all weekend it's bad it's really bad um <laughs> oh no but uh, oh. if you are not really into mobile games, there is a great Humble Bundle I want to mention. Um, there is the Telltale Games Humble Bundle. There's a bunch of great games on there uh, available for like Does a it... buck, eight bucks. What does it include? Does it include Sam and Max? Uh, it includes a Sam and Max title. Okay. A, um, Tales from the Borderlands. Only one Sam and Max title? I think so. I, I'm not sure oh, if it's a collection no. or not. Um, and it includes uh, The Walking Dead Season 1. So a bunch of like cool things here and there like... A lot of 
things that I would say you uh it, there's no harm in trying it out for a cheap price. If you want to pay the 10 bucks, you can get like The Wolf Among Us and a few other games which are have gotten good reviews in the past. Um I'll let you guys decide your own opinion on those things. Uh but it's definitely something to check out if you're looking for some new games to pick up uh for a cheap cheap price. Uh Ooh. Ooh. Something on Steam finished downloading. <laughs> I, uh... It's happening. Zero bytes. Zero. Oh bi- yeah. Um, Is it so zero bytes? Uh, yeah. I'll let you guys explain this one because okay. you're the ones who informed um, me about it. So this is just happening, but we got some Steam goofiness happening. Uh, <laughs> it's good goofiness, though. It, it's like it's not well rumored good goofiness. We're gonna Hopefully. talk a lot about rumors today, mm-hmm. but um, uh, so right now, if you're using the wonderful PC gaming platform. Mm-hmm. And you you use the program that everyone uses, which is Steam, um, oh, they're and about not using say, uh... some weird hipster crap like Itchy Toe. Uh, <laughs> you, you might be you might be you might be experiencing um, a weird phenomenon where like your entire games library is being updated with zero kilobytes of data. Um, this is odd, very odd. I it hasn't happened to me yet, but it's apparently happening to everyone else. And it's sixteen. I, I'm sure that the sixteen games I have installed mm-hmm. just all updated. I I think that you can't have a negative number on the update amount. Well, yeah. So I think zero just means negative something. So it turns out. Well, mm-hmm. it's not that it turns out. This is what people are assuming the situation is after carefully just viewing all of the mm-hmm. games that have been updated and seeing what's really different. They've actually noticed that um, a lot of those games installations are now a few megabytes lighter. And it seems like what Steam is doing right now is whenever you install a brand new Steam game, whenever you do, you know, you open it up for the first time, it'll do the infamous first time setup where it'll be like, time to reinstall, you know, uh, DirectX, yeah, DirectX, C++, and yeah, it it installs a bunch of libraries and and uh uh support software yeah, that just ex- is in almost every game and there's a lot of consistency across yeah. the board graphics um, you know uh apis and all that yeah, yeah. and so, apparently what this new what they're tra- apparent what the rumor is is that what valve is doing is getting rid of all of these extra installers that all these games have because for the most part they're redundant if you install one game that has DirectX 9 there's no reason to have another game or three more games install DirectX 9 as well. So it yeah. seems like what Valve is doing is removing all these extra installers from and all these games. And just having one library. And just pa- like packaging them with Steam now. So Which makes sense. Yeah. So there you go. Um, so if your Steam library starts going AWOL, don't worry. Yeah. Um... Which is not the correct... AWOL is not the correct <laughs> term, but... <laughs> Uh, sorry. Uh, if you guys follow us on Twitter, me and Sparky are currently having a Twitter feud. Oh boy! <laughs> if you want to call it that. Um, sorry, he just responded to my left. Um, Speaking of feuds and rumors, we should. Yeah, I there's a few things that I definitely want to talk about. We should uh, talk about to... something Nintendo related. Yeah, let's talk <laughs> about that because we sure as hell didn't last episode. I, I want to end on the uh, the higher note, like the thing that like there are some things on this episode that I really want to get to, but let's talk about the things that I think we should get to anyway. Okay. Um. Let's talk about the uh, let's talk about the NX stuff first, and then we'll get into the the more business side stuff, and then we'll talk about some other. Hey everyone, it's another moments. NX speculation cast. Play the theme song. 
this. Another batch of still not knowing what the NX is, but getting, I, I want to mm -hmm. say, marginally closer. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. uh, Emily Rogers, uh, famed Nintendo assumptionist, <laughs> uh, has come back to Twitter after being gone for about, what, three minutes? And <laughs> is back with more Nintendo rumors. Uh, Emily Rogers is famous for making great rumors as hey nintendo is probably making a paper mario for the wii u and then two months later being right <laughs> okay um apparently this time she says that she's apparently spoken to at least 10 people regarding the nx and is mm. now back with more of the same shit we've mentioned before a bunch of times but uh, all right uh, she's even broken it up to tiers, so we can r rumor tiers. This is what we've gotten to, people. <laughs> yeah. We, there's now like Welcome this one's a little more bit. credible than the others because Welcome more than to Code Red Rumors. Yeah. I'm your host. Welcome to DefCon Rumors. Like we're at Rumor DefCon Three, uh, and just like and like like streamers fall from the ceiling, and just like a bunch of people like start dancing. It's like that scene in War Games. Okay, so like has... Emily Rogers only. Uh, had the rumors for the games, and some other person on NeoGAF posted the f***ing tier list. NeoGAF is a great source of information because they've <laughs> done they've with 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 great little uh hints and tidbits like the PlayStation TV is going to end the Wii U. <laughs> we got some brilliant minds mm -hmm. at NeoGAF. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I don't know if it's fitting or not, but I always think of it as NeoPets. Well, NeoGAF like, is... Same, I, I treat it with the same level of seriousness Neo as NeoGAF. NeoGAF is pretty much Sony headquarters. Like, there's no... Yeah. It's... So, uh, here here are some of the rumors. Um, there are NX devs, uh, like dev kits out there. Mm hmm Okay. That's obvious. It's gonna be... It's gonna have an x86 architecture. Also obvious. Also something we've mentioned before, and... Just like the PS4 and the Xbox One, apparently the NX will be more powerful than the PS4. Okay, uh, who, Nintendo that, has maybe? Nintendo has very strict NDAs, which are non-disclosure agreements. What a surprise! Why was it even <laughs> one included? Them, one of them, one of them is literally like. This person's sources got very worried about their identities being exposed. Well, when you're leaking. <laughs> When you're leaking valuable company information, it's almost that as is if a these worry. Yeah, it's almost as if these companies care about their profits and their insider <laughs> secrets. And it's, I, I, who, I don't care. I don't care. I, I've never cared this little about rumors. <laughs> like I just don't care. I have never cared this little about rumors. I'll, I say that again. Um, it, it's most of the stuff that's being said is 
worthless information. Mm-hmm. Even if it's true, even if Nintendo came up tomorrow and confirmed it, it's worthless information. It Here, tells us nothing new. It tells us nothing of value, and it tells us nothing that we need to care about. Yeah. Here are the, the... But these are like... Okay, so there's one bit of rumor, though, that Emily Rogers said that apparently is like the real meat and potatoes of the story, which is that the NX is apparently going to get a bunch of ports of Wii U games, and these ports mm-hmm. are Smash Brothers, uh, Zelda Wii U, Super Mario Maker, and Splatoon. Okay. And, like, I mean, these, uh, these they are exist, and they're... obvious choices, yeah. I'm... Yeah. I mean, I could have said from a mile away that those would, would have been the four games. I like, think what, for me, I think the uh, the source of contingency for me is the fact that Nintendo is actually going ahead with porting these. Mm-hmm. I just want to know if there will be sort of a cross-platform play between the two. Because I th- if if that's really the case, if that's like the case that they're like make they're actually making like Splatoon HD and you can't play with the people that's on Wii U, that sucks. Um, if you mm-hmm. if you if you have to get Super Mario Maker NX and you can't play the old Wii U levels, that sucks. With with mm-hmm. Smash Brothers, it, like it's the most expensive game they've ever made, so obviously they're not gonna just let it die on the Wii U. So bring that over. Zelda used the same case. It might even be more expensive than Smash Brothers from what we've seen from it. Super oh, yeah. Mario Maker and Splatoon are rumored to not be coming because they're trying. They're actually trying to port over. The existing user base and game progress and levels and all that. Um, so those two might not actually be coming out if they can't figure that out. It's it's odd. That's that's really the best I can say about it. Um, I'm I'm still very peeved that ever since that one rumor we got, I want to say what was it in January. Um, we still haven't gotten any actual rumors about what the NX is. You'd think, like, one of these people would have some sort of idea or mention something. But but no. Yeah, apparently the hardware and is that's, just and that's really like, hard to get information on. And that's, like, really the, um... That's, like, the biggest... That's the thing that just makes me go, because so far it's mostly stuff we've heard before, mm-hmm. and I guess if you're hearing more about it, I guess that adds some sort of legitimacy. Yeah, legitimacy to these claims. But at the same time, it's like when they're being repeated so many times, and they're things you expect at this point, it really starts to wear off. And you... there's no impact. There's no interest. Yeah. Um. I... I think I think a lot of it is just people trying to take advantage of the rumor mill and try to pull in views and like clickbait people essentially with nothing content. Yep. And that's to me that's disappointing. It's very that, easy that to it, do. And of course cuz it's a Zelda podcast we might as well talk about Zelda U and all those rumors because oh. it's that's 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 what we have to do. Yeah. Um, Is there anything in particular that you wanted to talk about in terms of the rumors? I mean, the whole thing. Uh, Go for it. I... <laughs> so there was also a bunch of rumors about Zelda U um, and what that might be. And rumor one: Zelda is coming to both Wii U and NX. Yep. That great. Uh, I mean, at this point, 
I guess it, this is something that's been, I mean, rumored and, I mean, people have been saying this for years now. I want to say years. Um, or at least a year. So I, I, I can't really say I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Um, rumor two, I heard from multiple sources that you can choose between a male or female as your playable character in Zelda. Whatever. Great. No I one think should we, actually I, care. I, I, I Unreputable. Think, yeah, I think if we go into this rumor too much, people are going to kill us. And <laughs> we've we've mentioned before. I'm that... gonna I'm gonna say this word a lot to this episode. If we when we are, I'm, I'm I've been thinking it this entire time. We've been talking about rumors. Unreputable. It's it's just not worth considering to be true because we don't have a confirmed source. Yep. And I I just want to bring this up for anyone listening. We've mentioned mm-hmm. it. The one time we actually talked about gender options in Zelda, I just want to bring it up so that way we don't talk about it for like 30 minutes like Zelda inquiries. Um, <laughs> we... If, if Nintendo's doing it, if it's Nintendo's choice, if it's Nintendo's word, I'm okay with it. Yeah. I can't argue with that. That's... There's no reason to. It's 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 their game. If you want a, f- a longer discussion on it, a longer explanation as to why we just feel that way, which Colin summarized completely, listen to go that back episode. like three episodes. Yeah. Y- um, you got it. And rumor three is that there's going to be voice acting for most of the characters, except Link. I mean, sure. This one's actually kind of interesting because this... a lot of Zelda fans have like their own asinine reasons why they don't want voice acting. Um, I why I, they do or don't. Yeah, I would say like, I they have a lot of people are very conflicted in this. So I personally don't feel one way or another on this subject. I feel um, like um they could have had a better chance to test the waters with full voice acting with Hyrule Warriors because every Warriors game has like full voice acting, but no, they just they just gave them text. But okay, they're they're gonna be pulling some that. risks it's... with the the latest mainline Zelda game. All right, I think it'd be better to like kind of bleed their way into it mm-hmm. if they're I trying think, something like that. I think personally, um, what it really comes down to is I'm fine with both. I mean, if they can get away with it too, mm-hmm. I think even if there is voice acting, it's not like we're not going to have the classic, you know, feel text bubbles. You know, they're yeah, not yeah. going away. Um, but I, I'm okay with it because, as I said, personally, I played Skyward Sword and it broke the the, the flow of a lot of those scenes, I have to say. Mm-hmm. Like, like, because you have Link who's no, who no longer has, like, because you can have, they had Link actually, like, a moat in that game. Mm-hmm. He actually would respond with, you know, little, like, oh, ah, you know, just facial reactions. So mm-hmm. it was weird you know, having a scene of, you know, him actually being a real human being and then everyone else just being, like, motionless robots who just, you know, at the bottom. Uh, (laughs) I feel like that really, you know, kind of killed any sort of momentum in those scenes. Yeah. But, uh, if they do it, fine. That's, that's, that's one of the things, I mean, from, from the people I, I'm surrounded by, I thought most people are fine with voice acting. I think, I guess most people are against it because they think it's going to be almost like... CDI games? 
CDI or <laughs> I think a better example. Have you guys ever played Super Mario Sunshine? Yes. Oh, that opening cutscene is is very odd. The opening and ending cutscenes are like what? Because it's it's these like characters actually saying full lines of dialogue, and it's just it's just so weird. It's really funny because hearing I think, um... hearing Mario like say complete sentences is like one of the most odd things. <laughs> I don't know if you guys ever also ever played Mario vs. Donkey Kong, uh, but the cutscenes in that game for the Game Boy Advance, the cutscenes in that game are, ridic- are ridiculous, and a lot of it's just, like, Mario going on these tangents, and it's like, just, it's so weird. <laughs> but, I mean, I-, I can't say the random, you know, dudes in Hyrule have ever really had, you know, characters that carry over from game to game. So if, like, random dude number 23 has, like, five spoken lines of dialogue in mm-hmm. Zelda U, it's not like they're ruining a character or game feel or anything. Yeah, there's only, like, I'd say about ten characters who actually carry over from game to game, and even then they're yeah. not always there. Um, Otherwise, go for it. <laughs> like, th- yeah. these rumors are just, you know... Oh, and then the the, the final... Last rumor is that Nintendo's gonna have a Zelda blowout at E3, which is again like obvious. Yeah, yeah. they, they said like, they were coming out this year. They gotta yeah talk they, about they, it. They know that they need to do that. Nintendo they, knows that that, that, that is their that. biggest game right now. It's, yeah. it's been so it's, kind of Nintendo. I mean, Nintendo even announced on the eShop that this was gonna have was gonna be the summer of Zelda. Mm. Like, why wouldn't Zelda be the biggest thing at E3 because that's the one thing they haven't even shown last last year was Mario Maker this year it's going to be Zelda and Zelda's 30th anniversary oh yeah Mm -hmm. that too it's Zelda's anniversary it's going to be it's going to be a lot of Zelda stuff it's going to be some Star Fox uh, no there won't no Star Fox is coming out in like two weeks (laughs) they'll still have it they have they usually have stuff that um, came out within the past couple months before E3 at E3 oh you mean like DLC or something They'll they'll either have like just booths set up or um, no, gameplay, I think, I think or they might announce things for the future. Either either DLC you'll see, or I, they'll I, talk I, about like Tokyo Mirage sessions. They'll, they'll, they'll mention that. They'll mention <laughs> it. They, are you okay, Matt? <laughs> Every time that gets mentioned, are you I die are you a not bit buying inside. Tokyo Mirage sessions, Sharp no. Effie? How dare you! I am. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Zelda. They've been so fucking quiet about Zelda U. They gotta lift those floodgates sometime if they're even yeah, releasing it this year. It's what it is is not surprising. What the rumors are, are they're more just kind of interesting mm-hmm. than really, yeah. you know, like oh, this is a crazy revelation. It's more like eh, maybe, yeah. Um. As I said, but, uh, if it if that's the case, then I can't wait for Nintendo to actually mention it. Yeah, uh, I kind of want to move on. If you guys don't mind, of course. Yeah, we're, there's, we've been uh, I kind of want to move on to the uh, so long. There were some things that developed outside of the gaming part of Nintendo over the past couple weeks. Oh, are you going to talk um, about the Nintendo Treehouse? <laughs> we're yeah, we're going to talk about the PR thing. Let's talk about the Nintendo Treehouse. Okay. Uh, do you want to start us off? So Fire Emblem Fates is a game that was released. Um, 
they removed petting. Okay. They changed a bunch of dialogue. Okay. And naturally, uh, when when random nonsense like that kind of happens, people have a tendency to sort of lash out. Yeah, there was and, there was a big and, there was an uproar about it, and want to someone sure. to to blame. And I guess the best way of finding someone to blame is to find someone who works at Nintendo, even if they're not related to the whole Fire Emblem. As as long as they're just you know on Twitter mm-hmm. talking shit basically about people who are upset about this, uh, people are going to get upset. This isn't the first time this has actually happened. I, I wouldn't say with Nintendo, but just in gaming as a whole. Um, I think the mm-hmm. most vivid thing I can remember is when there was the uh, the Xbox Always Online thing for the Xbox yeah. One was mm-hmm. a thing, and that one mm-hmm. Microsoft rep w- came out and was like, "What's the big deal with that?" <laughs> right. Little did he, he know he was wrong. Um, but he was he was he didn't mean you know bad. He well no he he went on like a whole tangent and then he got fired. <laughs> and right. now he's making yeah. a FPX first person experience <laughs> about this whole thing. I hate him. Anyway. I hate that guy. So I f- him. so um so Allison Rap basically uh is a PR manager at the Nintendo Treehouse in Nintendo of America. She has been the PR lead on a ton of games in the last couple right. of years at you Nintendo. Know like a ridiculous amount um pretty much anything that has come out she is the pr manager here with the exception of a few things she is essentially um, the gatekeeper of the americas yeah and and not bill trinan uh so uh wait colin are you telling me that a, an executive level employee at nintendo isn't as involved in the nitty-gritty process no, I'm of just localization saying he's not a pr manager i'm just i'm just making jokes okay <laughs> but um okay. Uh but basically, sorry. Because you know, she decided to go on all these tangents and whatnot. Um uh people lashed out. Mm-hmm. And she lashed back, which isn't what you're supposed to do. Exactly. And there was there was there was tons of drama about this. Um mm-hmm. many of crazy crazy things were brought up, but the end result was she ended up being fired. Now, yeah, a lot of people questioned a why. Lot of, a lot of people question that. A lot of people like to say it's because of the internet drama. The official Nintendo release, mm-hmm. the official response by Nintendo, which, by the way, is something that Nintendo doesn't usually do. Yeah. On when people get because fu- this is also not the first time that PR managers from Nintendo have been fired for It's not the first time a PR manager's been fired in general. Yeah, people, but people get fired all the time for stuff. There like have this. been like, times where people it... have been fired by Nintendo for right. around the time that weird internet things are going on and they won't release any sort of official response, right. no matter what. There was what a, there the... was this this was a special case. This was essentially yeah, they actually released a response because mm-hmm. most people thought, oh, it's probably just due to internet drama. Turns out that Allison Rapp had a second job while which, at which Nintendo, is, which is just like something you you're not supposed to do. Which you're is, not supposed to have a, conf, a con, like a, a separation of interests. Exactly, it's it, it to be goes like against professional. It's supposed to be. It's against her contract. You know, that's just you just don't do that. It's it's against 
Nintendo's policies, Nintendo, it's clear in all of Nintendo's documents. It's almost, it's almost, it's against, it's against almost every single company's policy. But here's the crazy newsworthy up. bit. It's is that what the job was. We learned what the job is. Adam? Yeah. <laughs> um, so Allison Rapp uh, is an escort. Uh, there is no simple way to put that. She is a escort. She provides escort services, which is a. If you do, if you if you are an innocent a, mind and you don't know what that means, it means uh, a, you a are woman, you are called up on the cell phone like Drake in the in the in the song that all you youngins like. Mm-hmm. Um, Essentially, a, a person pay her pays money for her company and services, sexual favors. Um, possibly sexual favors possibly sexual favors basically it's like paying it's... for netflix and chill <laughs> which is another term that all you youngins love to spend time with them that sort of thing pretend to essentially be your girlfriend or your significant other or a f- any relate like any sort of social activities or intimate activities that's what an escort service does exactly um, and she wasn't very good about hiding this i would say yeah. Um, um, within within people finding out what it was, the the floodgates were opened, and so much information came out about her, her husband, who does the same sort of things, um, stuff she's been doing online, very out in the open, not very. It's and it's surprising now to a lot of us how they didn't find out about this earlier. Yeah, it's which it's, has become the news story. Which is wow, how did Nintendo? How did this slip under the radar so well? Yeah, that's that seems to be the real just kind of like <laughs> and that's why nintendo released a statement yeah was because they missed something that was so big it looks bad at the, on them it really does not to like a lot of us fans but from a business standpoint it looks very bad to have an employee that does that while at your company now i know a lot of people are going to probably say um well would have nintendo have known about this if it wasn't for the internet drama and the fact of the matter is I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could have been very likely that Nintendo could have gone probably another year or so. And found out. And, and then yeah. found out. Or maybe uh, they found out coincidentally at the yeah, same time. Yeah, they just, they just sort of did. Right. Um, it... I think one of the reasons that, that proves that Nintendo kind of didn't know about it was that also, this is going to be interesting, a uh, very hot subject, but Allison Rapp is also very pro pedophilia she's got some very interesting views on she's what, got some very what interesting sh- what should and should not be deemed child abuse which is i, I don't want to touch that with a 30-foot pole essentially a lot of things that you don't want a pr manager to be talking about online in a public space yeah because it reflects on you as a which company, which this was even as... this was even less hidden than the escort thing because this, this was, was on even, her... this was on her linkedin Along mm-hmm. right next to her Nintendo PR yeah. manager yeah. duties. And according to Jamie Walton, who is the president and co-founder of the Wayne Foundation, which is a foundation all about against yeah. you know, anti-sex trafficking and all that. She, she actually she... called Nintendo uh, mm-hmm. and their PR representatives, you know, just not mm-hmm. the PR representatives of Nintendo America, then mm-hmm. pretty much who are the handlers of the other PR. Business is weird, people. Um mm-hmm. But basically, she called up the company and said, hey, one of your Nintendo Treehouse employees are saying some really, like, choice weird crap. And 
apparently not... the folks there just had no idea. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely none. Which is interesting, because you'd think a company would probably have... Especially one like Nintendo, a... you'd expect Nintendo to be very strict and very, like, closely monitoring its own people. Yeah, especially on very open social media sites right. like Twitter. Yeah. Um, Which they've they've become very attuned to in the past couple of years. I mean, I think they... outside of, like, Bill Trinan, like, no, none of, like, the real heads of Nintendo have a Twitter. I don't, right, I don't think Miyamoto has an official Twitter. But Nintendo wrong, of America but... is usually... Uh on top of things on twitter i think iwata did but just didn't post very mm -hmm. often i believe reggie doesn't um i believe reggie, reggie is a businessman he doesn't really have any need for it well i mean every sony head is on twitter like every right. person at the xbox division is on twitter um different companies different uh, i know policies. i'm just i'm just saying i think like, like yeah it's uh we're in a world where like Barack Obama's on Twitter. <laughs> I think I think of it more like this. To me, Nintendo's the kind of company where they don't want you on Twitter. They want you on they want to, they want well <laughs> they want to be aware of what you're doing at all times. Yeah. Because they're yeah. family friendly. They're very, very family friendly. Like that's their whole men their whole image in general is family friendly, very clean, very safe, very, you know. Uh Nothing. They don't want to scare people away because they've they know what it's like, uh, when video games had a bad rep, and they don't want that again. Um. So, it is it's just it's strange. It's just really strange how this is how this has developed. Um, and it kind of leads into another topic I want to talk about. If you guys don't mind, uh, go shifting focus. Um. Recently, in particular, this is kind of a rumor-esque podcast. It seems kind of gossipy. Uh, but this is all stuff I feel like we should be talking about, especially on the internet. Um, uh, recently, there's been a series of uh, claims made against uh, Toby Turner, known as Tabuscus on YouTube, uh, for his Let's Plays, his videos, uh, a variety of things, um, as a harasser, a sexual assaulter, a, a, a drug abuser, and... Uh, enabler on certain uh, people that he's met online, certain uh, former partners, um, and possibly even fans. I'm not sure. There's a lot of things that are just coming out as we speak at this very moment. I saw another video get posted up with an update. Um, and this isn't the first time this has happened, I feel like, in recent memory. This is a thing that keeps happening every couple of months. We keep seeing someone that's an e-celebrity of some kind is being accused of or in in speculation of or has been charged with some uh sexual assault uh, crime or is being brought to the open about it by various people and i feel like i just wanted to talk about how a lot of the time i feel like people give too much trust to people that they see on the internet and I just want you guys, if you're listening, I, I'm i not saying that you should be wary of everyone, but I think you should at least be have like a, a healthy amount of skepticism against people that you follow and understand that there's a difference between what they do and who they are, um, like the work that they do and who they are as a person. Um, if you see your favorite YouTuber at a convention, go up, talk to them, approach them. Don't go back with them to a hotel room. Don't give them your number. 
just be very aware, be very polite, have a conversation, get to know them as a person before you start having those those claims. Because we've met some wonderful people doing what we do. Uh, Colin's met some very wonderful people, introduced me to some very wonderful people. Chris has introduced me to some very wonderful people. I've met some very wonderful people, wonderful people myself. But there is a certain process to getting to know someone and you need to be careful online. Because it's not like, oh, there's people that are trying to like... Uh, trick you into things but there are these are people they they are not perfect and not all of them are going to be the sweet angels that they may seem um so i just wanted to make sure that you guys remember that going forward that and to keep your own opinion about this sort of thing look do your own research i can maybe put something down below uh philip defranco i think is a pretty good source has been a pretty good source about collecting information about this sort of topic it, it falls more under his spectrum of things um, than it does for us but moving forward be careful when you're online be careful with who you how much trust you give to the people that you like um i feel like that was a good way to put it guys um bit of a rant yeah <laughs> uh but uh let's let's finish this week off with a fan topic or two of course um as always yeah let's <laughs> lighter note hopefully <laughs> um Oh, also Dark Souls, Dark Souls Three. Uh, I haven't played. It. I, I, I want to get it. it. I'm just going to mention that. <laughs> I, I want to get it. Um, if I do get it, I'll stream it. If not, we'll see what happens. Um, Remember to buy it bundled with a Steam controller for ninety bucks. Oh yeah, there's a good uh, deal going on. If you want the Steam controller, it's Did really you say that. <laughs> it's really. I'm sorry. Weird. No, I actually was talking to someone about this yesterday because I have I have a. I, I have two Steam controllers. I'm mm -hmm. I don't use them a lot. Um, I use them in conjunction with my Steam Link. Uh, but mm -hmm. but when I'm on my PC, I use you know an Xbox One controller. And I gotta say, I don't hate it. I think it's all right. Mm -hmm. I think the more you use it, the more you really get used to it. Mm -hmm. uh, but there's a lot of people. I was talking to a friend about it, and he was saying like how people were going on about how they hate it for Dark Souls. And I said, well, aside from like like the right stick being you know a touchpad instead of like an analog stick, stick which doesn't mm -hmm. matter because the right analog sticks always for controlling the camera mm -hmm. what does clicking the right stick do, uh, do and my friend was like nothing so it's really weird that people are hating the steam controller for dark souls because without that there's literally nothing different between using that and a 360 controller because you still have a physical left analog stick face right. buttons triggers bumpers so it's just different to them and there it's, it's a lot of people are used to it yeah I, it's i guess yeah. it would be because they're not used to like the lack of feedback from the controller no there's more feedback though there is i think it means yeah. like the physical like nature of a stick mm -hmm. no um there's the whole the whole point of the steam controller is that it has haptic feedback so pretty much every single thing you do has some sort of rumble to it. Hmm. Plus the actual controller, you know, vibrates. It, it's supposed to feel like it, it's responding to it, you. Yeah. That's, which is good. Which, by um, the way, uh, two things I actually want to mention about the Steam controller sure, sure. real quick. Uh, a, Valve announced they're doing a hardware revision of the yeah, Steam yeah, that's controller. Yeah, was... just, just take the left pad, replace it with an actual D-pad, and I'll buy it. Mm. Um, Didn't they also release the architecture at one point? 
They were they released the coding for it, so you can do okay. whatever the hell you want with it. Um, and the second thing is, uh, this is actually really cool. This is like genuinely really neat, and you can only do it with a Steam controller. And that is, Valve has finally released a system on um, the. Uh, I, I want to say it's like exclusive to the Steam uh, the Steam controller, but it also mm-hmm. works over the Steam Link, which is perfect. And that is. Uh, when you boot up a game that does not that is not supported by a controller, um, and you're booting it up with a controller, Valve will go, especially in big picture mode. Valve will go like, "Hey, that's not gonna work." So here's a bunch of people who have con- who have made configurations for the Steam controller to act as if the game, even though you're like. The game thinks you're playing with the keyboard and mouse, but you're actually playing it on the Steam controller. Yeah, it, it tricks. It uses like a like an emulator essentially. It, it works the... perfectly. That's awesome. I was That's playing. Awesome. Uh, I I had some. I downloaded some World at War mods. Mm-hmm. I know Call of Duty is so casual. Um, <laughs> I downloaded some World at War mods and I wanted to show them to a friend, and it was just so cool to just be able to like map it all to a controller without having to like figure out how I'm going to play with either a wireless keyboard and mouse or, mm-hmm. you know, figure out how to, you know, get a controller up and working on the game. So yeah, steam controller is pretty cool. You just got to mm-hmm. really get used to it. Um, but yeah, fan topics. Yeah. I actually, I, I hate to be, I hate to like go back on what I said that we have four fan topics this week. Oh. And they're all really good, and I don't want to just leave them in at the end, because we have about nine minutes left uh, on this episode recording. Um, there's something else I want to talk about that we didn't mention, that me and Colin have been talking about this whole week. Uh, it's a, a system we've been talking about for a while called the Coleco Chameleon. Um, <laughs> and there was recent developments that I really want to get to. Okay. Um, so I'm sorry. If you send us fan topics, thank you so much. We're going to read them next week. I just wanted to save them so we have enough time to talk about them in detail. I was looking over them again, and I realized if we just gave them nine or ten minutes each, even, it wouldn't be really fair. Oh. Uh, we'd, we'd be rushing a lot of things. Um, but if you have any of your own fan topics, theme song submissions, cover it, anything like that, feel free to send those to us at ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is ZeldaInformerPodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you feel free, uh, also, you can feel free <laughs> to follow us online outside of the podcast on Twitter, on YouTube twitch all that jazz it's all down below for your convenience um but uh back to the last topic that i want to get into today the coleco chameleon there were some recent developments uh mike kennedy the guy who's in charge finally spoke out um and since colin has been the guy who really introduced me to this this news article i think that it's only fair that he has to deal with actually explaining what (laughs) happened because this is a load of bs (laughs) so mike because this story can't die it never will. And I'm I'm glad it won't. This is like the Coleco Chameleon is something I hope gets turned into some sort of movie. Um cuz it's just the craziest story and if if this new if this whole new thing is to actually be believed um this might be the greatest lifetime original drama <laughs> to have ever I been his, conceived. I love his comments. I love them so much mike kennedy the the founder and head and all that guff of retro vgs systems and the the mastermind behind the coleco chameleon has come out steve job uh, the steve Steve jobs Jobs of the coleco chameleon has come out 
a whopping... I mean, it's been a month since this whole thing ended, really. Right, Um, yeah. He has come out and explained, this is always good, his side of the story. Yeah. How of, he is of, a victim in all this. Of how he's a victim. Of how n- none of this was... I mean, he was, it's, he was it's, just, it's his wrongdoing, but he, hold he was on, just, you guys. It's not totally yeah, his wrongdoing. He was just a good, well-intentioned businessman who, who wrote check after check, some thousand-dollar checks, he, to he, he a developer. Is a, he is a guy who, even though in the past he's turned down uh, multiple different people who were willing to work on the hardware for this thing, he decided to hi- hire someone that he paid thousands of dollars repeatedly to to give him fake prototypes mm-hmm. and, and then believed him on them and then and then believed him just remember, by the guy going believe me they're real uh <laughs> if you guys remember a few weeks ago we talked about this uh the the tape incident with a clique of chameleon how on the back of the prototype of the toy fair when they showed at the new york toy was... fair they showed off the clique of chameleon and it was very clearly the shell of the console they are making, but they had just put a tiny Super Nintendo inside. Mm-hmm. And, and there was black tape on the back. Yeah. Like black and his tape. side of the story is that he was given the prototype. He he himself was fishy about it, but the guy and was told, like, yeah. the guy was apparently the guy that, t- that gave him this prototype was like, don't open it up. Don't look at it. Don't take pictures of the back. Like, don't which are all like which are all flags, yeah they're all red flags they're all things that like would go hey this as soon is probably as, as soon as someone tells you don't look in that closet you look in that closet like yeah. you immediately look in that closet and like they're they're hiding something and it's not good <laughs> and it it's also nonsense because like mike kennedy did do all these things he did yeah. look What's at the even, back of the console he took pictures of it even like it's it's amazing because he, he recalls this story this 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 beautiful tale. And apparently, it's happened to not was, once, twice. When when they yeah. had the DVI, when they had the second prototype that was just a DVI capture card. Poor poor the, Mike the, Kennedy the, was yeah, taken a fool again. Because apparently, the dude was like, "Oh no, this time it's real." See, there's like a bunch of chips on the board, so this is yeah, clearly put a more real chips thing. <laughs> even though there's, even though that's, yeah. it has to be nonsense. This story because, like, that whole illusion of it being an actual like console would be ruined by the fact that if you take the cartridge out you'd notice that a dvi capture card doesn't have a cartridge slot on it and the back of the console wouldn't even have anything to plug into a tv with but but the biggest the the thing that makes me the most um the thing that made me laugh the most was the story about how he's sitting in the hotel room the day before the night before the toy toy fair and he's looking at the prototype and he knows there's something off with it and he decides to trust his gut and or not to trust his gut and to just leave it. The problem and that makes him look even worse. You know, the problem with this story is that first off, there's there's uh, uh, tons of holes in it. Um, Nobody there's a good, there's him. a good chance that the guy because mm-hmm. he actually mentions a name, Sean Lee Anderson, and actually mm-hmm. has like criminal records for the guy. <laughs> though it's 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 totally possible that this is just the guy he found on Google and is just saying is like, oh, this is the guy yeah. that's been helping me with this. Um, because it, it's, it just comes off as being dumb and nonsense and not real, but like either way, no matter Mm. which way you look at it, if he's lying or he's not, he's still a scumbag because, because both Mm. methods, like both stories 
there's there's he cannot come out of this looking good because if if if, if he's if, if he's, he's lying truth, no if he's mm-hmm. lying mm-hmm. then he's lying which is like he's that's worse you're lying a month after you done goofed like that's that's yeah. no good but if he's actually telling the truth then it just makes him look like a bumbling sitcom dad who has and that's horrible as a businessman who's man. completely that, that... inept at actually running a business and selling everything this thing. Yeah, everything he's by by saying that oh he was so unaware that he was a victim and all this he makes himself look not only bad but uh, stupid as, as as like he he makes himself look like an ass he makes himself There's... look like a total idiot and and, and it's, it's also it's... nonsense because like it, more evidence that this is probably nonsense is the fact that like if this was the case then Coleco probably the the Coleco Holdings guys the guys who actually own the license to the Coleco name. Would have probably not have to had to have like investigated this at all, right? But apparently and they had to, and that's the reason why the thing's not happening. He put his reputation on this, and he decided that the best course of action, instead of just owning up to it, at, at this point, if he's gonna, he should have just owned up to it, because at least then he would seem like an, a, a a a scumbag that knows what he's doing. Yeah, to a degree, knows what he's doing. Now he just looks like a scumbag that is not even good at lying to people that isn't even good at running a business he's done he is completely done in every possible way more so than what he was when this thing blew up in his face twice not just once twice two bad prototypes and he still thinks i'm gonna keep lying to people i'm gonna keep trying to fool people and see if i can somehow recover this he should have just came clean came honest especially with the fact that they bring this up uh, on the CUP podcast. Yeah, really. The NES Punk's wonderful, wonderful podcast. Wonderful. Who has, who has mm. done uh, nothing but like covered this story. Yeah, with him the and absolute uh, pa- uh, him and Ian of him Luna and Ian, Games. Yeah, yeah. There's also fantastic duo. Um, another person who has followed the whole thing was Dangerous Analysis, and he's done mm-hmm. a really good video on it. It's about 40 minutes long, just chronicling the whole thing. That'll and, be down below if you're curious. Yes. Um, uh, and what's actually pretty cool about his video is that he points out that what they were even trying to do with the Coleco Chameleon was pretty much impossible. Right, um, now, me and Colin, we had, like, a good 20-minute discussion about this. Like, just... Yeah. The, there's no... It, this was a mm. thing that just... It, <laughs> No thought was put sense. into it. No it actual thought was put mm-hmm. into it. And the whole thing was just being strung together by this guy, this this Mike dude's lies. Because mm-hmm. yep. even if he was this much of a bumbling idiot and didn't notice any of these things... Why didn't he things, come out with this sooner? Yeah. He should have came out with really this it. sooner. And even if he isn't lying, he's already lied enough that there's Outside no going of this, back. that there's no going back. His he reputation should, Even if is it's done. a lie, he should own up to it. He probably shouldn't even have said anything at this point. Yeah, it's been it It's die. been two weeks. It's been almost a month. Like, he should have just... I'm saying if he said anything at all, it would have been just to come clean. Or, because of how many lies he's done, to lie and just say that he knew what he was doing the whole time. It, to say that he was trying to trick people. To look like a scumbag, but to look like a scumbag that doesn't look like an idiot. You know? rest in pepperonis Coleco <laughs> chameleon you will not be missed uh, also you shouldn't be spending this much money on a retro system there's you emulators should, you shouldn't even spend this no consoles. i wouldn't say that because that i i represent that statement <laughs> um 
I you shouldn't spend this much money on a wannabe retro system. Well, that's that's what especially I meant. one I that meant like a, a doesn't actually exist and b isn't actually promising anything we, other than playing indie games. Yes, yeah. I, I meant maybe to, I playing meant your to, uh, old games. What I meant by that is like if you have these old games, just get the console. Yeah, At this like there's a lot of them are very cheap. A lot of the ones that you are going to want to get are very cheap or cheaper than you would expect. Um, and the ones that aren't, you can get on virtual console, that sort of thing. Uh, emulate if you need to. Uh, it's, it's not, this is not what you need. It might look neat and shiny, but just the, the, the hardware still works. The systems still work. Just use those. By the way, and it's going to save you a lot of money. On the topic of emulation, I got to say, Wii emulation is real good. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I recently reinstalled Dolphin. Um, by the way, it, if you're emulating consoles, remember to own the games that you're emulating. Right. I actually had this discussion wanna, with someone. someone I don't want to make sure we're condoning piracy. I, I, I had this discussion <laughs> the other day. We're gonna. This is gonna be the last thing we're gonna talk about. If like just like to wrap it up. Yeah, sure. Um, next week will be fan topic fiesta. We'll even call it that. We'll call it fan topic fiesta. (laughs) Okay. Uh, And you can feel free to send in more to zeldinformerpodcast at gmail.com. And this episode will be be called Colin Condones Rumors and Piracy. (laughs) Yeah. Knowing Uh, Adam is dumb nonsense. (laughs) I had the conversation with someone. um, (laughs) Yeah, because the last one was you were addicted to Somodashi Life. Uh, Yeah, and the the one before that was me playing Skyward Sword. So. Yeah. It's just about Colin every week. Yeah. Um, Sorry. We had, I had a discussion where someone's like, I bought Dark Souls 3 for console. Is it immoral to like download it illegally on PC? Like get a PC port illegally? And I said, no. Because the only reason is because you're, if you spend money on... If you spend money supporting the game, I'm not totally against it. Here's- but... Okay. I think that in the future you should just buy it on PC I and think not with like don't just don't do it for, like if sorry one time because you bought it for the wrong system you changed your mind okay maybe depending on the thing but after that I start to like you you really don't have a reason to do it I, I think for me for ports I think you should just buy the second copy hell if you're if you're if you bought the console version and you want to buy the PC version, why you didn't just trade in the console version for Steam bucks is beyond me. Um, mm-hmm. Unless it's a digital copy, then oops. But um, and then at that yeah, point, if you, you, if you got, just if you got, play or something. If you go to like, uh, if you bought it from like GameStop or something, you could trade it in for the gift cards. Yeah, or, yeah, it's exactly which what you'll you can get do. the same value. Um, yeah, it's. I, uh, I mean, I'm j- I was just throwing that out as a general rule. You don't actually have to follow that. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. um, you know, just to be on, you know, the the right side of the law. And we, the, we and, think, and granted, I, I the games, pers- the games I've been mm-hmm. emulating are games I actually do own. Yeah. Um, but the real reason I brought this up was not because I wanted to talk about emulation, but what I really wanted to talk about is just how great Wii emulation is and mm-hmm. GameCube emulation because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. And the reason being is because, it, okay, like. Xbox original, Xbox 360, um, PS3, and kind of PS2 emulation are not great, or good, or existent, really. Um, but Wii emulation is, like, perfect. 
Mm -hmm. A few years ago, you needed to have, like, really good hardware for Wii emulation to be, you know, like, almost perfect. But nowadays, like, like, I have a... Granted, I have brand new hardware in my PC. I have a Skylake i7 and I have a GTX 980. But, Mm -hmm. like, I am running all of these games at, like, what their original intended speeds are. And... It's so cool because I can I can finally play games that I just can't play on PC on PC. Yeah. And like it it's 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 not even just like I'm playing these games that aren't on PC on PC. It's that it's it's become so much more easier to do it. Like the, the one of the reasons why I'm loving it is because now I can play Guitar Hero and Rock Band on my PC. And it like gave me an idea of you could buy a generally decently spec'd laptop, fill mm-hmm. it with the Dolphin emulator, load mm-hmm. up every single Guitar Hero game and Rock Band game on the Wii, and all their custom variations you can find on the web. Mm-hmm. Also all the DLC, if you know how to do that, which is apparently a somewhat involved process, but it's possible. You could load that up on a, on a laptop, plug in the PS2 control, uh, the PS2 instruments, because they work. You could mm-hmm. bring that to parties. Mm-hmm. And like, there you go. You have your own Guitar Hero Rock Band set up right there. And that's yeah. really cool. And time splitters for the games. Like, there's so much possibilities with it that it's great. Yeah. Uh, and well, it's wonderful. It's, yeah. Also, I think that's about uh, where we're going to... One, gonna... one last thing. Wii U emulation is actually becoming a thing now. Yeah, it, that's... It's that's... actually progressing. Yeah, we, uh, we, uh, the a couple Wii U months emulator, ago we talked about Simu... The... Almost perfectly runs Pikmin 3 now. It's amazing. Oh, wow. Uh, I remember I a couple also... months ago we were talking about the controller yeah. working finally. I think also um, 3D World is Oh, yeah, running. 3D World too. Like, oh, wow. But that's, that's an, Wind that's Waker an amazing, HD honestly. runs perfectly, uh, aside mm. from some visual tweaks, but it runs at perfect speed. Just mm. someone tell me when Fatal Frame 5 is <laughs> playable. So my excuses way, for not playing and streaming Wind Waker. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna HD. throw this out there real quick. Um someone fan translated Fatal Frame 4. Mm-hmm. And that's the Wii one that didn't come here. Oh nice. And now that Wii emulation's like tip top perfect, I'm gonna have the the best weekend ever. <laughs> Alright. Well best. we'll let you get to that. Uh thank you After so much for joining me guys. Of course. <laughs> thank you guys so much for joining me Matt, Colin, thank you guys for listening if you have been paying attention you know that you can send your fan topics theme song submissions, cover art, anything like that to us at zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com once again that is zeldainformerpodcast at gmail.com you can also feel free to follow us online around the web uh, down below, down below a bunch of links. we got, we got the Twitters we Twitter, got YouTube, YouTube Twitch, Twitch everything. all that cool shit uh, do it <laughs> pop it like it's hot <laughs> Uh, I'm Matt. But yeah. He's Colin. <laughs> Matt is Adam. Uh, <laughs> Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey. Dude, my life is just a sad kazoo. Watch out!
Please, ah, uh, no, not the NX. Please, God, anything but the NX. Okay, I'll, I'll seriously get up and scream. I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm doing. Ah! Ah! That was Chinese, I'm sorry. Truck driving by, one second. Oh! I'll go for I'll go further. I'm gonna walk I'm gonna walk in the front room. It's gonna give you that, that nice that nice distant sound. There there you go. There's there's a bunch of screams. You know what? I'll scream into the pillow. You won't use it, but I'll do it. There you go, there's a bunch of screams. Please send your payment of uh, $20 per screen to jenniferhale at gmail.com.